everyone, and welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this week we're doing the bonus episode for Lovely Horribly. It's all over. It's actually been over. You were there. You guys were there for the last episode. I'm super stoked to see what everybody else thinks. This is probably my favorite week for all of our dramas, because I don't trust my own opinions. I get too deep in. I want some objectivity. I really like when other people... Tell me how I feel because other people are a lot more articulate than I am. And I look forward to these weeks so that I can just be the hype guy for all of the reviews that we find. Yeah. Just be like, you're so much more right than I am. Than I've ever been. <laughs> I've never right. been this right. How does it feel? I'm not going to say I was wrong. I'm just going to say you're more right. And that's mm-hmm. cool too. I'm stuck. But I did pick some long reviews, and I'm sorry about that. I found this website uh, called My Drama List that has reviews of different dramas, and people really went to town on Lovely Horribly. So I picked the one that had the most helpful rating, which meant mm-hmm. people agreed with it a lot, and it felt like a lot of the other reviews just kind of followed suit and did wrote about similar things as what this person wrote about so that's the one i picked and it's a little tiny essay i'm sorry it's long (laughs) buckle up i i'm excited though that you grabbed something from another website just because like i think i don't know i guess it feels like drawing from a new pool i guess like the i mean we're all k-drama watchers there's it's not like (laughs) the biggest sample size in the world but it does feel like finding a new a new sample that we can kind of get the opinion from someone else, some some extra flavor. Yeah, I love the Vicky people community. I don't love the rating system on Vicky. I feel like it gets cluttered a lot, where people give a lot of one-star reviews for being like, it's not fully subtitled yet. And then a lot of people give 10-star reviews being like, I watched one episode and it was fantastic. Um, so this... This website was like, have you watched all the episodes? And you can base how helpful the review is off of how many episodes the reviewer actually watched. Right off the bat, I think that's cool. Yeah, that actually is a really brilliant system. Um, I need to check out my drama. You said it was called My Drama List? Yeah. <laughs> I am all for everything Vicky, and if they ever want to sponsor us, like we will keep it 100. We will go all in on the Vicky system. But I was scrolling through comments trying to find some good ones for this episode, and someone left a six-star rating, and they were like, people have said bad things about this drama because it's too much like Master's Son, but I just want to say that I don't think it's like Master's Son, and I've only watched a couple episodes, but I think it's really new and different, and I like it, so I just want to get those ratings back up. And I was like, for one thing... That's that's just an okay review. Like, it seems like you yeah. watched two episodes and then you went to review it, which, like, just watch the whole thing before you leave a review. Other than that, six stars is not a good rating, homegirl. Like, if you're trying to help the drama by giving them a better rating, getting those stars up, six is not <laughs> what's going to do it. 
You actually, you did bring it down. I will say that how <laughs> that how averages work and everything. You definitely dragged it down. Um, that said, thank you for your honesty. <laughs> we can give you that. We appreciate you participating in the review system. It does help other people find dramas. I just wish Vicky. I don't know. They have a like system where you can like different comments and be like, this one was what I think too, and just put a like on it. So the ones at the top likes are usually like, quote unquote, most helpful, as my drama list would say. But <laughs> there's just a lot of really interesting reviews on Vicky. Yeah. I also, um, I guess like my last thing before you hop into this very good my drama list review, I like that I can see that they also do ratings for, like, they break it down a little bit. Like, they do a rating for story, acting, and cast, music, and rewatch value. Those are all very, very good uh, metrics to display in a rating. Right? They're, I feel like, stuff we always talk about. But like you said, we don't ever put it in an organized or articulate format. So we might steal this rating system. Break it down. We're gonna get real. Alright, I have to scroll up. Okay. Okay. First review comes from Manic Muse on my drama list. Overall, should I say the score first or last? First. Okay. Overall, 4 out of 10 stars. Storyline, 3 out of 10. Acting and cast, 5 out of 10. Music, 5 out of 10. Rewatch value, 2. Which I was honestly surprised at. Because the way they talk about it, I mean, I would say they're never going to rewatch it, so just give it a zero. But you know, they're a nicer person than I am, I guess. Yeah, putting at least a number there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's jump in, Manic Muse. Lovely Horribly is a perfect example of a drama that I knew would never get better, yet I still stuck with it till the very end. It started out as an interesting supernatural-based rom-com, but the story soon became unnecessarily complicated. Instead of being suspenseful and scary, the story was confusing and boring. It's also a drama about the making of a drama, and a struggling writer. I have a feeling this writer was struggling too, based on all the arbitrary twists and side plots. Usually, if the story really sucks, I can at least count on the cast, but not in this case. Park Shi-hoo and Song Ji-hyo not only lacked chemistry, but their characters were more annoying than sympathetic, which made them hard to root for. Shihu plays the narcissistic Philip, who spent way too much time whining or trying to act cute. There were a few moments where I thought I might start to like his character, but it never lasted for long. I liked Song Ji-hyo as Olsun even less. She was so frustratingly stubborn that I eventually lost complete interest in her character. I blame bad writing and a bad performance for that. Since the story literally revolves around these two characters, if you don't like them, there's literally no reason to watch. The only character that I cared about at all was Lee Ki-kwang as Sung Jun. He and his character deserved better. The rest of the characters are stereotypical and forgettable, so there's a lot of overacting from the supporting cast. Sometimes they tried too hard for laughs, and sometimes they played up villainous and scary moments so much that the attempts at horror and suspense felt more like campy comedy. Then there are random twists in the story that should have made the characters seem more complex, but just made the story more of a hot mess. How much of a hot mess? Expect to try to follow multiple ghost stories, murder mysteries that defy logic, a washed-up boy band, an obsessed stalker, and a cursed fate romance that is light on the actual romance and heavy on the series of unfortunate events. 
All the major questions do manage to get answered in the end, but that doesn't mean the story made any coherent sense. It's my fault for not dropping it. Sometimes you just gotta let go of destructive relationships and bad dramas alike. Oof. I... It's hard to disagree with most of those points. So many of the reviews... Like, I don't wanna... I don't wanna, like... Like, Manic Muse went all out in this review, and I think she did a wonderful job. But... I just do want to say, that's why I like my drama list. So many people just went in and broke it down, and I respect that. Yeah, I, uh, no, this was an incredibly helpful review, and I didn't read it beforehand. Like, you you reading it out loud just now was my first time hearing any of this information, and I did mute my mic for the entirety of that time because I have a dog that's fussy next to me, (laughs) but also, like... I was hyping it so hard the whole time you were reading because I just, I feel every moment of it. I'm really glad that they talked on both the chemistry of the main characters and on the likability of the main characters because those were two things I struggled with through this whole drama was um, liking the main characters and also caring about their romance at all it was very difficult for me to root for them and then there it just reached a point for sure where I was just I mean this sounds so critical I will definitely like I'll boost back up when you read like a 10 star rating you better believe it but I just it got to a point where I didn't even make an effort to like care one way or another if they got together or like survived the k-drama I don't know it almost would have been more interesting and horrifying if maybe one of them would have died i've never wanted that in a k-drama right there are so many k-dramas where that happens not so many there are a few k-dramas where that happens (laughs) and it is surprising and it is heartbreaking this one might have just been a fit like not surprising not really heartbreaking just Mm -hmm. part of part of the storyline they established right yeah because yeah it it, I mean, they did set up a world where it felt like probably they could, I don't know, one of them could die. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like it would have been out of left field, and maybe it would have added some emotion. I don't know. I don't know at this point. Or even like a Romeo and Juliet storyline mm-hmm. would have been dark and, you know, like a little bit cliche, but I might have been here for it. Just they both die at the end. Yeah, whoa, that would have been dark, but also, yeah, I mean, yeah. What a story. Also, what a story. The drama. We're here for the drama. (laughs) I also enjoyed this particular review because of how they called out how much was going on in this plot while simultaneously, I don't know, like up above it tells you how much you don't care what's going on, and then down below it tells you how much is going on, and for you to still not really care about the resolution for all of these things is, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, uh, I guess the only things that I kind of disagree with, because I am not equipped to judge, I think, are that saying, like, the writer was struggling... And the actors put on bad performances. Yeah. We try not to go there, and I know it's kind of chicken of us to be like, oh, we don't know, like, we can't critique, like, real-life people. We like to critique characters, we like to critique dramas and storylines, and we know that, in part, that's, like, critiquing actors and writers and the people who put work into these dramas. 
But I think Raquel and I have such a high respect for all these people and what they do for our enjoyment, for our entertainment. And we are aware that we have never done anything like writing a drama or acting in a drama. And have nowhere to... have no room to judge and have nothing to judge off of, I guess. We have... Like, someone else who is an actor could tell me these were bad performances, but I can't say that because I don't know, and I don't really believe anyone else on the internet, just a netizen like myself, being like, right. bad acting right there. Yeah, I just, yeah, I agree, and I'm also glad you brought that up, because I don't feel like either of us have a leg to stand on criticizing either of those things. And like you said, if someone came to me who is maybe a trained actor and said, these are the reasons why you weren't swayed by this performance, then I would feel more comfortable with that. I think the most comfort I can personally feel is say, I didn't, like you said, I don't, I didn't care about the characters and I will not blame that on a writer and I will not blame that on an actor. Maybe for all I know, It's my own set of experiences and how I interpret the world. And I don't mean to be that guy that's like, I don't know, what's even color? Is it real interpretation? (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) But, you know, I just clearly there were a lot of people that gave this K-drama like 10 out of 10 stars. And they're just going to interpret it better. And yeah, we like to keep this a safe space. So which maybe is a chicken move, but. I feel like it just creates a nicer world where we can critique things, but we don't have to be like, you're bad at it. Objectively, you're bad yeah. at it. Yeah. I just want to meet Song Ji-hyo one day, and I don't want to be like, remember that time you were really bad at acting in that one show that I kind of enjoyed? Oh, yeah. No way. Because I haven't seen Song Ji-hyo in much, but I feel like probably probably she's like super great in something else i know that she's famous and like has been around and has done other stuff with her career and i haven't seen those things and yeah it's hard to hard to say for me how did you judge of one performance yeah uh yeah i started watching running man just quick sidebar uh, she is one of the hosts on Running Man and has been for the 10 years since it's been on air. Oh, she's the coolest person. Like, I get why she's so popular. She's just great as a human being. Likeable. Yeah. So I, I don't know. She, like you said, she's listed in a lot of works as an actor, but I don't really know. I haven't watched any of those and I don't know how to judge them. So maybe she's a terrible actor. Maybe she's a great actor. I don't know. I just know that I really like her in Running Man, and I really liked her in this. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did. I remember really liking her character at the beginning as well, when we first jumped in. I remember I was a huge fan of Will Soon, and I think that that was in part due to her. She's super likable. I just think that maybe I just lost interest. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Yeah. I never had interest in Philip Sue, though. <laughs> <laughs> Philip that character can go... Oh, yeah, that's his name. He can go straight to hell. Oh, but, like, Sorry. the character, not the actor. There's a separation. Yeah, no. Big separation. Two different people. All right, you okay. jump in with one of yours. Okay, I'm going to start. It's hard. Like, maybe I feel like I should have found a couple of extra ten stars so that we could do a back and forth, like a tennis bat, like... Uh. A low star, high star, low star, but I actually found a couple of low stars and then a 10 star, and I want to save my 10 star for the end. 
So I'm going to start at the lowest star rating that I found and then work my way up. So this one was by RKR Hawaii on Viki, and they gave it two stars and said, I'm past episode five hoping it would get better. Acting is excellent, but the writing, or rather storyline and directing, is making total slapstick out of this story. Inserted with drama cliches, which are getting tiresome, I feel very sorry for the actors having to go through this. Have to add, while I enjoy each lead actor in other shows, here was no chemistry. Cute and sweet single shots when the other actor needn't be present. The kissing scenes were the worst ever. They were fake and almost as if they disliked each other, but had to kiss. I truly, I don't mean to bring it down to like a baseline, like, let's critique kissing, but let's critique kissing for just a minute. (laughs) Um, They were very bad kisses. I did not like to watch them kiss. It was very uncomfortable for me, and um, I did not care for it. And that seemed to be a running theme of a lot of reviewers was that the kissing scenes especially were really hard to watch. (laughs) I get it. Just don't touch each other. (laughs) Just be friends, I guess. Yeah, just be... What if they had been friends instead? How cool would that have been? Or, like a lot of other dramas, really lead up the whole series to one final kiss scene. So that we only had to see it once. Yeah. Could have worked for this one. I don't usually like that. It's a bit too old-fashioned for me, but it could have worked with this drama, really. Yeah. I did like that they called out that there were quite a few uh, drama cliches. I've never seen the uh, living together trope so half-heartedly executed. Oh my god! Yeah! (laughs) We talked about it when they first tried to get them to move in, and then they nixed that, but Mm -hmm. true to this drama... They never fully nix anything. <laughs> they did sort of move in together. Wow, that was. I didn't even think about it until now. It was really half-baked. That one was pretty half-hearted. The uh, telling people were, like, the fake marriage was pretty half-hearted. That was literally ten minutes of one episode, I think, that they yeah. tried to confront that. And then other people would sometimes mention it and be like, is that the girl who you're going to marry? And he'd be like, eh, that's not <laughs> a response. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there were a lot of cliches that I feel were peppered in here without any real intention behind them, just as something else to keep things rolling, I guess. It, it felt a little bit unfair to the storyline to just kind of douse a little, like putting sriracha on a pizza. <laughs> Like, putting sriracha on a hot and ready. Sponsor us, Little Caesars. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and you think, this will add spice. And actually, no. I've, now everything I'm saying is wrong, because I actually really like putting sriracha on hot and ready pizzas. That's what I was but, thinking. I was like, isn't that your thing? Don't you like to make it better? Don't you think that improves the pizza? Not me. I do. I do not. <laughs> so it's like Emily putting sriracha on a hot and ready yes. pizza. <laughs> like Raquel tells me, it makes it spicy, it makes it good. And I'm like, but like, did we need it? <laughs> There's already cheese here. It has all the things that I needed. This pizza had romance, this pizza had horror. Why <laughs> do I need spicy, tangy sriracha? <laughs> I'm not great at metaphors, but I think that was pretty solid. I think Thank I explained you. my part. <laughs> 
Yes. I actually, I really needed someone to save that metaphor. And this is why we make such good teammates. Because I started it poorly and you ended it better than poorly. Slightly better. Here we are. This is why we have this episode. We spend four hours talking about a drama and cannot put into words what these guys do in three paragraphs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Good review. <laughs> Did you say that it was only two stars? That's crazy low. Yeah, they gave it two stars, which is very, very low. Um, I think that they made some pretty fair points, but... I get whoa. it. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't give it the stars. Like I said yeah. on the last one, they gave it two stars and they were like, rewatchability, two out of ten. But did you get the feeling from that review that they were going to rewatch this drama? No, they are never going to rewatch that drama. No, that's a zero. That's what yeah. the zero's for. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'd rewatch the drama if, say, um, have you ever, has your internet ever gone out and you just watch the only things you have on DVD? I'm not saying they have it on DVD, but... But I'm pretty sure they bought it on DVD. Uh, I really want to read my 10-star one because it's so weird. I love it. That would actually be very good because uh, Maurice has invited himself right up to the microphone and he's making licking noises. Eh. And it's a lot, so I can just mute the mic. It looks like that one's a little bit long as well. It is. And uh, also, I'm really excited to hear about this 10-star review. Yeah. Uh, Lyra underscore 91 on Vicky gave it 10 out of 10 stars. I usually don't write reviews, but this time I felt like I had to. This drama is extremely amazing, at least for now. I hope it will stay this way. Sure, it is kind of confusing, but I think that's exactly the part that is so good about it. I saw that some people think that it's similar to Master's Son, but except for one person in this drama, there's no similarity at all. I normally watch romance dramas or rom-coms, but I absolutely love when there is mystery mixed in with the storyline. This story is weird, and it's kind of scary, and I don't like to watch the horror genre at all, but in this drama, it's absolutely amazing. And I love how it makes the story weird, because I love weird stories which are different from usual stories the most. So what I'm saying is that in my opinion, this is a, a must-watch drama, especially for those who like stories different from the usual ones. And if you don't like horror, don't worry. Horror stories scare me extremely, but even I can watch this. However, you should maybe not watch this at night. For that, it's a little too scary. Oh, I love this review. Brilliant. I, uh... I think the best part is the end part, because your favorite time to watch it was during night, so that you could get a little spook going. That's what I thought the point of the show was, to get a little spooky, and Lyra's like, <laughs> nah, it's not, nobody likes spooky. You don't have to make it spooky, just watch it during the day. In fact, it might be too spooky for night times. Lyra, I like the way you think. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. I like that they said... This drama is extremely amazing, at least for now. They, like I said, Vicky has no system for being like, this is how many episodes I've watched. So we will never know what this yeah. review is based on. And then they say, I saw that some people think that this is similar to Master's Son, but except for one person, there's no similarity at all. That part confused me a little bit. I do have to clarify, because I've seen zero episodes of Master's Son. I think you've seen at least one, is that I've right? I've seen 16 episodes of Master's Son, and I have okay. no idea what this reference is. 
Okay, I wasn't sure if it was, maybe there was an actor that was also in Master's Son, or if it meant there was one character that was similar to another character in Master's Son. I, yeah, I can't tell. Also cannot tell. (laughs) Um, I know why people draw the comparison between this and Master's Son. I don't really see it, because Master's Son, just the storyline, the plot is so different but i get it they're both like horror they're both pretty spooky they start off especially the first few episodes of lovely horribly when they're kind of more scary uh are pretty similar to master's son where it's kind of more scary but i think master's son keeps being scary throughout most of the drama and like i said the story is very different yeah did you so now i'm curious i guess a little bit sidetracked did you prefer one over the other? Yeah, I actually didn't care for Master's Son when I watched it. It was mm. it was objectively a good drama. It just wasn't my cup of tea. But I think I liked it better than Lovely Horribly. Okay, okay. Because, yeah, I've been thinking about picking that one up. Um, mostly because of the male lead in it is also the male lead in Oh My Venus, which is an all-time, all-time play on kayfabe. Oh. Uh, love that guy. Love that guy. Someday we'll learn his name, and we'll learn everybody else's names, and uh, we'll really have a good fan page going. <laughs> but yeah, he's great. He's got some hair in that drama. It's weird. Uh, yeah, he didn't have much hair in Oh My Venus, and it was a good look for him. Yeah, it looks really, really nice. But you know, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Uh, sorry, I... I got very sidetracked. Um, yes. That's it. Cute. That's cute. Just, I just liked it. Yeah. Thanks, Liar91. You have That's a, a very different perspective. We've got different views on this drama, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I think we needed that. Okay. Um, so the next review that I pulled up was Master of Wukong 906 on Vicky. And Master of Wukong gave this... K-drama, five stars out of ten. Ooh. And said, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of disappointed. The cast was very good, and I loved the story idea. The whole idea of opposite fates, like the opposite sides of a coin, is what attracted me. However, I think that after the first half of each first, er, excuse me. However, I think that after the first half of the first episode, the script failed to execute the beautiful story idea. I think that with a little more cleanup in the script, it would have been a fantastic drama, but there was definitely some mistakes in there. There were definitely some mistakes in there. Wow, I'm sorry, Master Wukong. Your grammar is great. Mine is terrible. Uh, (laughs) One last sentence. We'll power through. I'd still recommend it to people looking for this kind of drama, but it wasn't really my cup of tea. One last sentence to power through. (laughs) To me, it felt a little cliche for a story about ghosts and fate. I really liked that review. Agreeable. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was a very fair review, um, especially because I, too, was really excited by this storyline when we first started watching. It's good. It's a really cool storyline to be like, they are fated to not be together. I'm here for it. Yeah, I think it really gives you respect for a lot of fantasy writers who can be like, but how do we make this work? Say that they really, really want to be together, then what happens? And I feel like this drama kind of just skated over that, and we're like, I, things 
kept progressing. I guess things just kept doing the same things. That sounds stupid when I say it, but you know, like, one has bad luck, one has good luck, and then they switch, and then they switch again, and then they switch again, and that's kind of it. Yeah, just back and forth forever, and at one point, I'm not sure who's supposed to be having the good luck or the bad luck, but there's been so much emphasis put on it that I feel like I should know or care or maybe it should be present, but I can't tell anymore what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a cool concept. I just feel like that was over... not overplayed. It just got too much of a role, where, like, that was it. That's all they had, was two sides of a coin. Let's just keep going with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it kind of ties back to a part in the first review that you read, and now I'm looking back through it, because I was going to make, I was going to connect the dots, it was all going to make sense. Um, Here we go. I, I guess, like, it ties back into the fact that there's so much to try and follow, I guess. Like, there's so many storylines, and it just seems to flip-flop back and forth until it doesn't feel very, like, a very coherent story anymore, so. Yeah. So if you're, I don't know, if you're willing to not dig too deep, I think it's a really good story. Yeah. I'm going to say that. They didn't do a bad job. I think a lot of these reviews, I don't know. I don't want to speak for them, but they sometimes are like, the actors, the writers, and the directors did a bad job. And I want to say they didn't. Yeah. It just wasn't the best. Yeah, it didn't have that last element that really drew it together. What is that element? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Yeah. Um, I have no clue about anything, but I will say that it would have been, if it had had that one last variable that made everything make sense, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what could have changed everything, but but the the parts were there. They were there. I like what Master of Wukong said about a little more cleanup in the script. Maybe that's where I want to go with my review of being like, I don't know anything about writing, but maybe they just didn't have enough time. Maybe if they had a lot more people and a lot more time invested in this script, they could have really torn it apart and brought it back together, and all these many, many storylines could have really flowed into one another a little more smoothly, and it Mm -hmm. wouldn't have felt so jumbled. Again, I have no idea. But like you said, it felt like all the parts were there. There was just some oil missing in the joints, so it felt a little (laughs) clackety. Clackety. This is a clackety drama. This is a clackety drama. That's okay. Yeah. We had fun with it. I just edited the episode one, and I think we really loved it at that point. (laughs) There was a point in time when we were raving about this drama. So I'm not going to say that we we disliked it. We were on board. We were here for it. All right. (laughs) My last review is three stars. Well, I should have... Maybe I just read this, and that's why I said clackety. (laughs) Aram, yes. Not good with names. That's as close as we're gonna get. Said on Vicky. At first, this drama pulled me in with the mystery and the supernatural element, but the story pacing and how it was told in such a disjointed manner really turned me off of it. I continued to watch, and at times it became better and I could follow the story. Upon finishing the last episode, I kind of felt disappointed that all the build and the mystery fell flat. All in all, 3 out of 10 for me. 
The concept was entertaining and great, but unfortunately it was expressed in quite a jumbled manner. I have no issue with the lead actors and actress as I have seen and loved their other works, but this drama doesn't pique my interest in rewatching again later. One and done. Ooh, that's a very good review as well. Yeah, I'm surprised it's only three out of ten. I would have thought maybe a five, but yeah, they put what's in their heart. Yeah, there's a, I, which that's all we can ask from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, there was a lot of really fair points, and I would have expected a a slightly higher rating, but you you didn't say anything wrong. Um, yes. I agree with it. Like I said, <laughs> I guess what I meant before we started was that they said it was disjointed and the different storylines were kind of jumbled together. Clackety. Clackety is the word you were looking for, Aramias. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they did a good job. They didn't go as, as deep into it as a lot of other reviews, but... As a as a short review, I think it's fair. I like that they said no issues with the actors and actresses because they've seen the other works. I have not. Like we said, I have not. So I have no problem with them because I think I have no place to have a problem with them. But it's nice to have someone else be like, no, 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 I promise. They're in other stuff and they're great. Yeah. I actually, that's very comforting to me as well, just based on kind of how we started the podcast episode about making sure that we stay really positive about the people who contributed to the show and just critique the show for what it is and i completely agree like i just think it didn't pique my interest but i'm i think that they're talented people and yeah. i really appreciate everything k-drama creators put into k-dramas because i'm super glad they exist that's why we're here creating a podcast about it like i'm i love k-dramas um and i'm really glad that this person called out like no they are good in other stuff i do like their other things and i don't think this is the case for this drama and i don't know anything about anything but just the perspective of what if this was the writer's first drama like we enjoy that there is so much content out there that people can take part in this industry, even if they're not the leaders in this industry. They're not, you know, that it's not just the top writers and the top actors and the top directors getting jobs because you want to have experience and you want to be able to build stuff that you imagine and I think getting all these different people to create all these different worlds for us is so amazing. We're, we're just so blessed to have all these people, and whether they're putting out their best work every single time, and it's living up to the expectations that this massive Korean drama industry is expecting or not. We're just happy you're doing it. We're happy your artists giving us your art. Yeah. Like I Thanks, said, I have, I have no idea. I'm not going to say this writer, it was their first drama, because I don't know. But, yeah, you know, I definitely theoretically. Don't. We don't do research that would inform us of stuff like that. <laughs> we just want quantity. We don't need quality all the time, okay? We want artists to be able to have the resources to practice and hone their skills and someday give us the best dramas possible. Yes. Okay, so maybe this was not the best drama possible, but we enjoyed it. They did a good job. And they'll yes. do even better in the future. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see something, um, another show with 
um, G Song Ji Ho. That's I I really I feel like I like her. Yeah. I feel like I just really like her. <laughs> I need to start watching Running Man. Oh, you'll love it. Me and Jason started it. Even Jason, Jason watches like it? it. Yeah, he does. Okay. 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 Yeah, I can get on board with this. Yeah, if Jason likes it, you'll like it. Mm-hmm. Jason's got higher standards. Jason's got very high standards, especially for K-dramas. I feel like yeah. he decided a long time ago that, I guess it's not a K-drama, it's like a, like a reality. Show. Yeah, variety show. But that said, he's he's got exacting standards, and if he likes a thing, boy howdy, am I going to like the thing. Yeah, he just doesn't have time to like all the things that I like. So I appreciate very deeply when he does like something that I like. It means it's actually good. Woof. All right, one more. Mo, you gotta be quiet. Okay. All right, we've got Maurice here, and Maurice and I are going to jump in and read this last 10-star review. Cool. Uh, this one was also on Vicky, and it was by Nailitskenia. And Nailitskenia gave it 10 stars out of 10. <laughs> this drama was a little bit different from what I expected, lol. I wasn't, it wasn't what I imagined, but it was a, still a great drama. The characters were well portrayed by the actors. The storyline was a bit confusing for me to understand, but somehow it kept hooking me on every episode. Every character had its own mini story that connected all of them to make this a whole, pl- make this whole plot line. I saw some people who were talking about how it may be similar to Master's Son, but I don't think it's similar. Master's Son has a totally different vibe and storyline. It's a great drama if you haven't watched it. Anyways, I totally recommend this drama. It's rom-comedy and a bit of horror, but it's not too intense. Dang, that's a nice little review. Yeah, I just wanted to end on a happy note. Yeah, that was a happy note. Yeah, I I really liked the enthusiasm this person had for the K-drama, and I just wanted to toss, like, one last thing in there of someone who really loved this drama, because I really appreciate that, that it was so engaging for this person. And Yeah, like they said, I feel like I felt the same way that they felt about this drama for most of it. They kind of lost me. The show kind of lost me a bit at the end, and I think we had to kind of drag ourselves through it. But for the most part, we really liked the, how the characters were portrayed. I was going to say we really liked the characters. We didn't. <laughs> uh, that's no. fine. We The portrayal of the characters was really well done. The storyline was a bit confusing, but we kept coming back for more. Like, that's true. I think for the most part, we kept being like, ooh, spooky, we gotta find out what's up with that. You remember Dancing Ghost? We kept watching to see what was happening with Dancing Ghost. Why is she dancing in the window? Even though that never was explained, and nothing ever came of it, we came back. Because we wanted to see more. And that kept happening. And I guess that's good. (laughs) (laughs) We finished it, and, um... Okay, uh, what was your favorite thing in the drama what do you have like a favorite part or a scene or a character probably (laughs) i liked oh it's so hard i think i liked the plot a lot even though it wasn't the best executed i like many other reviewers was very excited about how fresh this story was with being like two fates are tied together. One will always be good, and the other will always be bad. I just think that's a really cool concept, 
and the fact that they decided to go with like a horror and also romance with a little bit of comedy. I think that was really cool. Cool concept. It started out really well. Yeah, it started strong. I liked how they really turned around the mom storyline for me because I started being really annoyed with her storyline. And by the end, it was my favorite storyline of all the storylines that this game drama brought to the table. They brought it back. They really did. She, yeah, we were back and forth on her, and I feel like they really came back strong with being like, no, she's a mom, so you're going to like her, just like you like all moms. You just love moms, you know? We do. Here at Play on K, we love moms. We're big, we are a big moms fan, fans. Big moms fans? (laughs) Put it on a hat. (laughs) Just moms. (laughs) Speaking of things that we are just generally big fans of, or rather traditions of the show, I would like to bring two nominees for Bus Stop Girl Awards to the table. Wow, two. And we can do a quick vote on who gets to be Bus Stop Girl. Um, The first, I think she fits the qualifications for Bus Stop Girl pretty well. To a to an extent, I don't know if her contribution to the goodness of in all of us is quite as high as it could be, but I'm proud of her. And it is the third friend that used to live with Ulsun and uh, writer Key when they all lived in the apartment together. And there was a third girl there at the very beginning. And I guess the qualification she fits is. She did have one line. I do I do believe she said something about uh, being a writer or living there in that building, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe she roasted writer key, which heaven knows we needed. I don't remember precisely what it was. But uh, I'm really proud of her for getting out of there before she was murdered. Um, <laughs> good for you. Yeah, good for you. Oh, no. Um, I just thought of a third nominee as well. So we'll bring three to the table and then we can vote on them. The second, I think maybe contributed a little too many lines to the show to, to, that's her, her drawback, but it's, uh, the best friend who even had a name. Okay. Uh, But I should be on the list. Yeah. She had a name, but nobody knows it. But nobody knows it, but she was a good character uh very consistent loved food and i relate to that a lot and made someone's mom buy her a pizza and i relate to that a lot <laughs> but yeah i'm trying to think of what she contributed besides she, just existing she did tell philip sue why do i keep calling him that philip you to get his shit together and stop worrying about he pretty much she's the reason they got back together i think yeah i guess he, that's true he went and found the trees after that, so. Thanks. And, yeah, thank you. And the final nominee is somewhere in between. She did have a name. She did contribute quite a bit uh, to of goodness to the show. But, yeah, maybe she had too much of a part, and it was the girl who got murdered. Ah, uh, the writer's assistant. Yes, I liked her a lot. She was very good. She was pure. She tried to save lives. That's all she ever tried to do. And, uh, I mean, it didn't get her very far, but we, we love a good, we love a good, good guy. Yeah. I think I like her the best. I, although 
She probably should be disqualified for having a name that they said a thousand times. I can't remember <laughs> it, but they said it so much that, yes. like, she shouldn't be bus stop girl. But the other two just had so little impact where I feel like we can kind of discount writer's assistant scene with Dong Chol because she said she was a fan of him and then he murdered her. So, like, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen at all. Mm-hmm. We're going to pretend. We're going to keep counting the fact that she texted Philip and was like, something's wiggity whack. You're going to die. Even though he, like, blocked her number and she had to go through great great pains to get it again. I think that's that's pretty good. That's a pretty good deed. Mm-hmm. Trying to stop a murder when you're about to be murdered? Good on her. It might be too good a deed. But, yeah, I don't think the other two contributed quite enough. Yep. So I think we have our bus stop girl. And you guys can let us know if we're wrong. That's fine. That's fine. We're always are. <laughs> always wrong. Um, always wrong. But it's our award, so. Yep. So we're giving it. We're giving it. And if y'all want to start having a say, you can start voting on Twitter. <laughs> And I'll start doing the nominations before the last episode is in the process of being recorded. We'll give it a shot. So one other thing, some little housekeeping. I've come up with a couple of spinoffs. I'm going to present my favorite spinoff. Okay. Com- completely different universe. Um, okay. Dong Chol didn't do a murder. He and the other Jump 5 members are part of a sitcom. Whoa. And it's produced by P.D. Lee. Oh, and it, in in it, I don't know, Philip Hugh doesn't know, maybe now they're jump four. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the main love interest is the assistant writer who got murdered. Oh. She and Dong Chol, uh, they do fall in love because she's writing the sitcom that he is in. And he it's helps beautiful. Her, he helps her write her first show. He helps her get out from under Keaton Young. He sees that she's a snake, takes her away, helps her write her first drama, and then he stars in it. Yeah, in turn, she's like, I love you, and also I want you to be in the drama, because you deserve a comeback career. And he's like, I know two people, three people that should also be in this. Maybe it's Jump 3, I don't really care about that other guy. Yeah, there's there's another dude that just has a name, I guess. Yeah, he was there, he was the one that was going to be in the movie that Philip ended up rejecting or whatever. Yes. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's a nice little spin-off. Thanks. We always have to have one. Yeah. You said you had more than one. That was my favorite one. The oh, rest okay. solved. I I did kind of finish that one on the fly. I just so. want a show where P. D. Lee is just a medium. <gasps> That's a way better spin off. I do want to watch that show. Like we love a ghost story. We love horror, except Home Slice. Lyra does not love horror. But the rest of us can go watch this other horror show where P.D. Lee, I don't know, joins the cast of Huayuki in Hunting Down Ghosts. <laughs> yes, it's Ghostbusters, but it's P.D. Lee, a god demon that is a monkey, a god demon that is a cow, a god demon that is a dog. <laughs> Hear me out. I'm thinking of all these right off the top of our heads. They're coming. <laughs> God demons who are animals, okay? Fresh yeah. new idea. Fresh new idea has not been done by Huayugi, so don't even think about it. It's our idea. <laughs> I don't know what he does in his drama. I don't know who else is in his drama. I just want P.D. Lee 
being a medium and I want him to get away from Olsun who's like I'm your best friend and I support you but also don't talk about your ghost stuff it really freaks me out yeah I'm gross negative that's negative Olsun he's a medium yeah he's a medium help him out make him feel positive about his powers so that's our spinoffs I want to hear your spinoffs because as always you guys have thoughts that are better smarter more interesting and funnier than ours so let us yes. know on maybe the comment section on our website is where you can put the most characters, probably. Mm-hmm. Or an email if you don't want anyone else to see your idea. But playonk.com, if you want to share your ideas right on this episode of spinoffs for Lovely Horribly. Yes, you can also share what you would have rated the K-drama. Oh yeah, we need to rate the K-drama, huh? Mm-hmm. What, what do you want to rate it? Six. I was also going to give it a six. Dang! Okay, we are in sync. In sync. Okay. Well, that does it. (laughs) It's a six, and it's not a bad six. No, it's a... We're in the high sixes. (laughs) It's a positive six full of potential, with nothing but potential. Six with nothing but potential. That's a great way to put it. That's where we're at. That's what we're feeling. But I do feel a little bit tricked by the 9.1 rating on Vicky. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. If you think we're wrong, tell us. Tell us on Twitter. Our handle is at PlayOnK. Yeah, at PlayOnK. Tweet us what you think of the drama, what you think of us, anything at all. And then we have an email address. And if you want to send more, I was going to say hateful comments. Please don't send us hate emails. If you want to send us some... Real long, real nice emails about how much you enjoy our show. Play on kpodcast at gmail.com. We are on iTunes and we would love some ratings. We would love some reviews. We will absolutely say your name on the show and just be super excited and actually be your best friends forever if you leave us a little rating and review and it's a good one and we can love you forever. <laughs> Maurice has input. <laughs> We are not above saying this podcast is about just finding friends. All we want is more friends who watch K-dramas. Yes, and we can talk about K-dramas and recommend K-dramas to each other and live our lives like a K-drama. Okay, and then we can have a big community that's not associated with Vicky. Maybe it's sponsored by Vicky, but I feel like Vicky has a strong community thing going, and I get worried because it's a big business, so I'm like... Guys, we can't yeah. have our community on here. We have to have it on playonk.com. Come on yeah. over. Come on over. We have a house. We built it for you. It's called playonk.com. That's our address. Come over. Enjoy the community. Enjoy the community. Be friends with us. We want friends. And who doesn't? Y'all. Yeah. What a lonely world we're living in. <laughs> I don't know what drama we're watching next. So can one of my friends tweet at us? Yeah. Um, I think I know what one we're watching next, but I decided just now that we can discuss it outside of the recording. Uh, but that said, <laughs> if someone recommended one, that said, if someone recommended one, I would watch that instead. The other ones can always wait. We can always do them later. Dope. All right. Tweet at us what we should watch next. Yeah. And join us next week to see what we decide. Thanks to James Paul Hevel for our beautiful theme song that we love, and we love you, and we love you, and the song. Thank you, James, and thank you all for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah, you barely held that together, Maurice. Pause.